The following was recorded in front of a live studio audience at the Studio 21 Podcast Cafe. This is the United Podcast Network. The following program is closed captioned for the thinking impaired. By tomorrow, I will rule the world! You think he's gone? He's not gone! That's the whole point! He's never gone! Is this some radical new therapy? You see? Well, I must have not been paying attention. All right, I'm done. Let's go home. <laughs> Thank you, everyone. Good night. Yep. That's pretty much it. At this point, we could just play the whole song over and over, and I still have nothing to talk about today. Oh, I'm just gonna get a nice tight zoom. Look at that. Although sometimes those turn out to be the best shows. Yeah, well, your mind can go anyway. We've learned this. You never know what's coming out of my mouth. Right. I never know what's coming out of my <laughs> mouth. I'd really rather just come in and talk about my my personal life, but. You don't have to tell you. I, I, I feel like we'd have to put more ratings on the show. Yeah, that's didn't. probably very true. <laughs> Way more disclaimers. Yeah. Although I have to say, my personal life has gotten a lot better since I stopped posting shit on Facebook. Like, I go out on a date and I post, like, I'm on a date with so-and-so, and we're at Sal's, I'd check in. And while we're on the date, someone would be texting her, what are you going out with that worm for? Do you know who he is? He's the Antichrist. Wow, so I, the so I, Antichrist. Yep. Yeah. Once my dates started getting texts during the date, that's yeah. when I said it's time to stop posting things on Facebook. That'd be a good idea. I'd say that's a great idea. Ba, 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 ba. Not bad, not bad. All right, I guess we should get this get this show rolling. Yeah. I guess. Right. Got a good show next week, though. I know. Yeah. Gotta find out where Mel's playing next, too. I miss Mel. I have to say, we had a great time at the Bash this year, but it wasn't the same without Mel. There's just something about having Mel there. Sorry. We we did two Baba Paws. I guess we're gonna start the show now. Fine. All right. Hi, how you guys doing? My name's Tom Duggan here at the Paying Attention Podcast. Hi, top Two Guys Smoke Shop at the Studio 21 Podcast Cafe. Again, uh, uh, kind of a hodgepodge of a show for you today. Next week, though, next week we've got Dr. Mikhail Gomer is going to be here. He's my dentist. He's one of my dentists. I actually have three dentists. I don't know anybody that has three dentists, but I do. Um, he's one of my dentists. He's in Tuxbury, and he's also an advertiser. He's a great guy, and I've known him for a long time. He used to have the dental office on South Broadway in Lawrence. Now that's being run by Dr. Azidi, and uh, Dr. Gomer moved to Tuxbury, which is where he's from. And, uh, and Dr. Gomer is um, – the, there's a couple of things I want to ask him about. I want to ask him about there's a ballot question in Massachusetts – that has to do with dentists. And I have no idea. I've read the ballot question like eight times. I posted online a bunch of times and said, can anybody make any sense of this? Every, I had must maybe at least like 100 responses. Nobody had the same answer. Everybody had a different answer as to what this ballot question was. So we're going to ask him about that. Hopefully he knows about it. Uh, but we really want to have Dr. Gomer on next week because he's Ukrainian. He's from Ukraine. He escaped Ukraine and came here. 
and uh, a number of years ago, and I thought, you know, we hear all this crap on the news, on CNN, on Fox, about what's going on in Ukraine and what's going to help and what's, what's not going to help. Should we stop buying vodka? Uh, you know, all this other stuff. And I thought, you know, why don't we just get somebody who's from Ukraine who actually you know, knows this stuff, that has family back there, that can educate the audience as to what's really going on in Ukraine. What is this really about? How is this really affecting the people the Ukrainian, the Ukrainian people, and, and other people in the in the region, and so uh, Dr. Goma said he'd come in, and I'm really excited about that uh, because I watch the news, and I know even because it's my business, I know I watch the news, and I know 80 percent of what they tell you on the news is bullshit, almost all of it, and yet I still even get sucked in. It's my business, it's my job. I live and breathe this stuff, and I still get sucked in. So I think it's important to have people who actually have like real life experiences come on the show. And talk about it in a way that does, doesn't have a political agenda attached to it. So we're looking forward to that. I want to thank our sponsors, McClendon Real Estate, Lazy River Products, and Drake. I'm going to be spending a lot of money there this weekend. I, <laughs> I've been saving up, and this weekend I'm going to Lazy River Products for my cannabis. And um, I have to tell you, my, a couple of my drivers uh, deliver papers there, and they always buy something when they're there. They said, you're not going to believe how great this place is. It's great security. They've got to buzz you in. And you go in, he said, the, the, the different types of cannabis that they had, the different types of, of, uh, of strains that they had, he said, it was unbelievable. I didn't know what to buy. He said, I wanted to get like three of everything because there was, there was just so much. So I'm going to be heading there. Also, Marsan and Sun Construction, you know, it's the end of summer. Fall is here and it's not going to be long before the, you're not going to be able to get your roof fixed because it's snowing. We'll get that built deck, that built deck that deck built because it's snowing uh call marsan and sun construction they'll take care of you eis investigation and gun training borelli's deli best sausages in the merrimack valley and by the way um they, they've got some um really great butternut squash ravioli i always pick up at least one or two cottons of the of the frozen stuff when i'm there the butternut squash ravioli i'm not going to say it's as good as salvatore's because it's salvatore's they make their own they're gourmet there and like they they Five seconds after they make it, you're eating it. So obviously that's going to be a little better, um, but it, not much better. I've got to tell you, I've I've made my own my own um, butternut squash ravioli from Borelli's. It's been pretty good. Tomo, which which we which is where we were last night, and I want to thank Aaron from Tomo's and Shaken Seafood. By the way, Aaron does his own hiring, and if you're a young guy. You need to be hanging out at Tomo's. I, the girls that he hires that work there, it's unbelievable. It's unbelievable. Even if the food was horrible, I'd probably still go there because the women there are just, they're unbelievable. There's no other word for it. Um, we also want to thank Clear Path for Veterans New England, AFC Urgent Care. We'll have Lisa come back at some point and chat about stuff. Tell me how I'm wrong about everything. I always enjoy that. Uh, and who else? Do you have? Dave Id Consoli at Pleasant Valley Landscaping. They are taking on new jobs. And he's looking for help. Uh, so if you're looking for a job, I can't think, of, you know, if I wasn't doing this, if I, if, if I was physically able to, I would work for Dave Consoli at Pleasant Valley Landscaping, whether it was driving a truck or doing landscaping work. Physically, I'm not able to do that kind of stuff, but I know guys that work for him that say he's the greatest guy in the world to work for. He doesn't micromanage you. Um, so if you're looking for work, you, you should call Pleasant Valley Landscaping. Talk, ask for Dave Id Consoli. If you ask for Dave Consoli, you're not getting the job. I'm just telling you right now. You got to ask, have to ask for Dave Id Consoli. That's the way he likes you to say his name. Who'd we leave on a free show to JG's? You know, it's getting colder, but um, that's usually when I want ice cream. When it starts to get colder for some reason, in the middle of summer, I'm not really eating much ice cream. Come fall, though, 
you're like, you know, winter's going to be here soon, and we better get this ice cream consumed <laughs> yeah. now before that That's happens. Right, right? Stock up on ice cream. All uh, right. Uh, let's see. Who else? Oh, and I want to say hi to my friend Dawn at, uh, at Dawn Sign Tech in North Andover. She doesn't need the business. She's so busy, she doesn't even need the business, but she continues to advertise with us because she wants to support us. All right. Is that the end of the show? Can we go home now? Is that it? I mean, I guess. We could just keep talking. Yeah. Didn't you have something to say about Martha's Vineyard? Yeah, I want to talk about Martha's Vineyard a little yeah. bit. I mean, there isn't yeah. there isn't much that hasn't already been said about Martha's Vineyard, but I, I I I couldn't believe how stupid the Democrats were, and I couldn't believe like again you've heard all the talking points on Fox, you've heard all the talking points on CNN, but was you talking about this from like a human perspective? Imagine you're one of these fifty Venezuelan, I think they're from Venezuela, um, uh, illegal immigrants that came to this country. And they had to pay thousands of dollars to smugglers to get them here, uh, obviously propping up the, the drug cartels because they're the ones that are smuggling them here. And thanks to the Joe Biden administration, he's helping them make more money. Then they get here, and the Biden administration flies them to Florida. Now, first, before we, before we even move on, why did the Biden administration send them to Florida? Why is the Biden administration sending illegal aliens to Florida, Ohio, and Texas, which is the majority, where the majority of the illegals are going. Why does anybody think those are the places that the Biden, the Democrat Biden administration is sending illegal aliens? Do we have a Jeopardy music? Maybe we'll give them a chance to, to <laughs> guess. No? No, the, the answer is because, because they were, they're trying to affect future elections. Ohio, Texas, and, and Florida are predominantly Republican states. Now, Ohio fluctuates. Sometimes it's Democrat, sometimes it's Republican, but it's right on the line. It's, it's, it's what we call a swing state. Whichever way Ohio goes, usually the presidency ends up going. And so the Democrats are doing what they call the Great Replacement Theory. They call it a theory when Republicans call it out and say, why are you doing this? This is wrong. Oh, no, that's a conspiracy theory. But then when the Republicans aren't talking about it, they go live on CNN and MSNBC and brag about how they are replacing white middle-class voters with people from other countries who are more likely to vote Democrat. That's just a fact. Maxine Waters has said it out loud. A number of Democrats have said it out loud. Kamala Harris herself, our vice president, has said it out loud. So when they try to pretend this is a conspiracy, a racist conspiracy theory that white people are worried about getting replaced, there's nothing theoretical about it. It is a conspiracy. It's a conspiracy that they're admitting in public. So Ron DeSantis, the governor of Florida, decided, hey, wait a minute, we're not a sanctuary state. We're not for all bringing, bringing all these illegals into the country and just giving them free benefits when there's people standing in line for 10 years trying to get here. So he put, to, just to make a point, he put 50 of them on a plane and he sent them to Martha's Vineyard, the whitest white community in America, maybe even, maybe even the world. I, I, I'm on Martha's Vineyard on a regular basis. I think it was 10 years ago when I saw my first black person, the last black person I saw on Martha's Vineyard, and he was bussing tables, okay? There's no black people on Martha's Vineyard unless they're tourists. There's no brown people on Martha's Vineyard unless they're tourists or they're bussing tables. This is the most white supremacy area of the country. And by the way, they all vote Democrat. They're all white, rich liberals who vote constantly for sanctuary cities, free welfare for illegals, free housing for illegals, free education for illegals. And they have signs all, all over the island, every, practically everywhere you go. We are welcoming and affirming 
Don't you love it when these idiots virtue signal? We're welcoming and affirming. No person is illegal. I saw a sign in Martha's Vineyard two summers ago. No person is illegal. Until those brown faces showed up on their front door. Boy, what a bunch of fucking racists they turned out to be then, didn't they? Didn't they? They all went out with their with their their uh, their cocoa puffs and their brownies and their cookies, saying, "Oh, we love you, you're brown people." We've never seen brown people here on Martha's Vineyard. We've never seen brown people here on the island. Here, have some cookies. We love you. And while they were doing that, they were making phone calls to get them deported off the island. And in under two days, in under forty eight hours, so called Republican Governor Charlie Baker used the military to deport fifty illegal aliens. Brown, brown faces from the all-white Nazis on Martha, Martha's Vineyard. And now they're being held captive on a military base. Military, I think it's Joint Base Cape Cod is where they're being held. Just, now imagine you're, you're one of those illegal aliens. Imagine you, you, you fled oppression in El Salvador, Venezuela, and where, Venezuela, wherever. You paid all kinds of money to drug cartels. You, you, you trekked through jungles and deserts in, in Central America. You made it through the crime-riddled Mexico. You made it, you, you, you jumped on trains. You, you packed yourself in the trunk of cars with 20 other people. And you finally made it to America. And the Biden administration says, welcome, I'm going to send you to Florida. And the guy in Florida says, I got a better place for you. I'm going to send you to Martha's Vineyard. And they get to Martha's Vineyard. They, by the way, they interviewed all the illegal aliens while they were there. You should have heard them. They were thrilled to be there. And the CNN reporter is like trying to turn it into something political. She's like, aren't you upset that you were misled by Governor Ronda, the evil racist Nazi Ron DeSantis? And then she puts the microphone in front of him. And he's like, no, we're really happy to be here. This is like paradise. We want to thank Ron DeSantis. We're not mad at him. And then all of a sudden, Lawyers got involved, and lawyers started petitioning the court to represent the illegal aliens. They're not representing the illegal aliens. They're representing the Democrat Party. And now they're looking to file lawsuits on behalf of the people who said that Ron DeSantis was a hero. On behalf of them, they're filing a lawsuit saying that Ron DeSantis deceived us. And for the next three days, all we saw on TV was how Ron DeSantis was mean and broke the law by sending them there. Because what they want to do is they want to distract you from the fact that the white racist Nazis on Martha's Vineyard had a chance at the end of summer when half the island is completely empty with thousands and thousands of empty bedrooms on that island. They had the nerve to say with a straight face on TV, we don't have any room. There's no room on Martha's Vineyard. What can we do? There's no place here for them. And by the way, we have no services for them. I wonder why they have no services for illegal aliens on Martha's Vineyard. Oh, right, because they don't have any illegal aliens on Martha's Vineyard. That's why there's no services for them. And by the way, that's why there will never be any services for them, because they don't want illegal aliens on Martha's Vineyard. They don't want those brown people. Unless they're bussing my table, we don't want those brown people on Martha's Vineyard. We'd rather put signs in our yard that say everyone's welcome as long as they don't come here. That's what we want on Martha's Vineyard. And quite frankly, I'm shocked that the Republican Party is not fighting back because they suck. They do suck. I'm surprised that nobody else is fighting back on this. Fox News is doing a little bit. You know, they're talking about it. But then Fox News becomes what CNN is. They get these talking points, and then every single host of every single show just repeats what the guy on the show before him said. 
And so people tune out because nobody wants to hear the same shit over and over and over and over again. But they're not really fighting back about... Like, Joe Biden is sending illegal aliens all over the country. Nobody's filing lawsuits saying, how dare you do that? You're deceiving them. You know, you know who's deceiving the illegal aliens? Joe Biden's deceiving the illegal aliens. The Democrats are deceiving the illegal aliens. And the people on Martha's Vineyard were telling these people, these illegal aliens, these 50, only 50 people, 50, that's it. We have millions coming into this country, millions with an M, millions of people illegally coming to this country. And 50 of them showed up at Martha's Vineyard and they had to go. They had to go. And you know why? Because the only black people or brown people that they want in Martha's Vineyard are the people servicing them. That's it. Or if you're a tourist, you know, if you're a black guy from Los Angeles and you came to Massachusetts for, a, you know, for vacation and you went to Martha's Vineyard to tour, they won't mind taking your black money, but they don't want your black residency. They don't want your brown residency in Martha's Vineyard. They don't want more illegal aliens showing up because we all know that as soon as 50 illegal aliens showed up in Martha's Vineyard had they welcomed them. Because they're Venezuelan, word would spread among the Venezuelan communities of the United States that Martha's Vineyard's got some Venezuelans there. And where do people want to go when they migrate? They want to go to where other people are like them. People, people ask me all the time, why is, why is Lawrence 80% Dominican? And it's not really a tough question to a- answer. Because as Dominicans were coming here in large numbers, word spread among Dominican migrants that there's a lot of Dominicans in Lawrence and people want to go where they're familiar, where they've got familiar surroundings. People want to be with other people who are like them. It's not because Dominicans are racist and don't want to be hanging out with Asians or white people. And by the way, that's the, way white, that's the reason why white people want to live in white neighborhoods. It's not because they don't like black people or they don't like Latinos, they don't like Asians, because people, regardless of your race, want to be with other people who are like them. And so if the, if Martha's Vineyard, the people of Martha's Vineyard knew very, very well that if they accepted this, 50, this group of 50 people from Venezuela, they knew it was going to be 1,000 by the end of the year. And maybe 5,000 by the beginning of next summer. And maybe 10,000 by next year at this time. And that's what they don't want. They don't mind doing it to you. They don't mind screwing you. They don't mind sending people that we haven't vetted. We don't know who they are. We don't even know if they're criminals. We don't know what their criminal history is. We don't know anything about them. Because they didn't come here legally. And they cram them into... Republican counties. They strategically look to see where can we send them so that when we give them amnesty and give them the right to vote, they'll vote Democrat. And where do they send them? They send them to Republican counties. So everybody can talk about Martha's Vineyard and Ron DeSantis and did he do the right thing, the wrong thing? Did he deceive these people? Did he break a law? All of that is to distract you from the fact that the, the, that the racist Nazis on Martha's Vineyard, the white liberals who virtue signal with their signs about how everyone is welcome, proved to all of us what liars, left-wing, white, rich people are. They don't want you to talk about that, and they don't want you to think about that. They want you to start thinking about, did Ron DeSantis break the law? Did he deceive them? He did the wrong thing. We're going to open up an investigation. Now let's talk about the investigation. Let's get the witnesses. And, you know, while you're doing all that, you're not talking about the fact that Martha's Vineyard's an all-white community that is racist and doesn't want brown people there. 
Now, just imagine in your head if this was reversed. Imagine in your head if this was Democrats getting illegal aliens sent to their homes. Oh, we don't have to imagine that because, because that's being done now too. They're also sending illegal aliens to the homes of Kamala Harris. And now she's all worked up about it. She wants a federal investigation. Over what? Ron DeSantis did the same exact thing the federal government is doing. And if it was illegal to send them from Florida to Martha's Vineyard, why wasn't it illegal to send them from Martha's Vineyard to Joint Air Base Cape Cod? Why, wasn't, why isn't that illegal? Why is it okay when the Democrats do it and not when the Republicans do it? Here's why. Now we're going sh- to shift topics a little bit. Because the Republicans suck. That's why. Because the Republicans sit by, with very few exceptions, Ron DeSantis has won, the governor of Texas has won, but the Republicans in D.C., the Republicans at the ground level, this is why I'm not a Republican, by the way, and we're going to get into this a little bit today, and hopefully we can end the show a little bit early. Got word yesterday that the Drakeit, and this all goes together, folks, trust me, that the Drakeit GOP, the Drakeit Republican Town Committee, took a vote yesterday or the day before. They're going to endorse candidates, obviously Republican candidates. They're the Republican town committee. They voted to endorse Jeff Deal for governor. They endorsed the Republican candidate for attorney general. I think his name is McMahon. They endorsed Leah Allen for lieutenant governor, and they refused to endorse the guy running against Diana DiZoglio for state auditor. Now, why did they do it? When I first heard that, I thought, well, this is good for Diana because I support Diana. And I, but then I thought, well, wait a minute. I'm sure the Republican town committee in Drakeit isn't, isn't all excited about Diana DiZoglio. She's a Democrat. Like, why would they be helping her? No, no, it has nothing to do with Diana. What it has to do with is the guy running against Diana, he's a very right-wing conservative Republican who I would be voting for in any other election if he wasn't running against Diana. They won't support him because he's got the support of Charlie Baker. Because Governor Charlie Baker is supporting this guy. They refuse to help him. This is why Democrats run Massachusetts. This is why when Maura Healy wins in the fall, I am already looking for office space and apartment space in New Hampshire. Because we know it's coming. We know Jeff Deal has almost no shot. He's got a small shot, but, but almost no shot. Like everything really has to line up. Lightning has to strike like 11 times before the election for him to win this. Because he's got the endorsement of Donald Trump. We all know what we, we all, we've already seen. We've already seen the commercials. We've already seen. I told you they were coming. Now they're here. And they're exactly what they said, I said they would be. Donald Trump is a Nazi. And he endorses Jeff Deal. And so when Maura Healy wins the governorship, I'm going to be looking at moving to New Hampshire. And, but this is why. Because the Republicans love th- to have circular firing squads. They love it. When Scott Brown was running for Senate, he was running for re-election, and he got opposed by, by Elizabeth Warren, two-thirds of the Republican base, the, your, your Tea Party base in Massachusetts, refused to vote for Scott Brown because he was for abortion. He wasn't for abortion all the way up to birth. He wasn't for federal funding for abortion. He wasn't for late-term abortions. He wasn't for your kids getting an abortion through the guidance council without parental consent. He was just for first trimester abortions. That's, that was his position when he ran, and that was the position that he held when he held the office. And the minute he took that vote, they said, we'll never vote for him again. So I got up at, in the, at the Worcester Tea Party. I used to be the, I used to speak at tons of Tea Party meetings. They used to ask me to come speak all the time because I'm a media guy, and I went and I asked the people that were there, and I gave my talk, and I said, 
would you rather have a guy that agrees with you 40 or 50% of the time than Elizabeth Warren who agrees with you 0% of the time? And their answer was, surprise, surprise, we'd rather have Elizabeth Warren. We can fundraise off Elizabeth Warren. All the stupid left-wing shit that Elizabeth Warren's going to do is going to let us go out there and hold signs and rally and, and raise money and, and, and do all of these things and, and, get, and, and uh, motivate people at the local level. So it's not really about abortion, is it? It's not really about the economy, is it? It's not really about getting conservatives elected, is it? No, it's not. It's about punishing people in their own party who don't toe the line, which is no different than the far left who will throw any Democrat under a bus if they don't toe the line. So how is the far right any different than the far left? They're not. They hold opposite views, but their tactics are the same. Richard Desai ran for Congress against a guy named John Tierney in Haverhill. Richard Desai is an openly gay guy married to a guy. And the Republican Party, at their base, refused to support Richard Desai. And I asked them, why would you rather have a guy that's with you 100, 0% of the time instead of the, a guy that's with you maybe 40 or 50% of the time? And their answer was, because we can fundraise off the stupid shit the Democrats do. So at this point, it really seems like it's more about making money, isn't it? And now the, the Drake at GOP is doing the same stupid stuff because Charlie Baker is not conservative enough for them and he's supporting this guy that's running for auditor. We can't support him. And by the way, I hope Jim Lyons is listening. He's one of my best friends in the world. This, this is why Democrats continue to control Massachusetts because Republicans suck because they'd rather have a circular firing squad than go out there and recruit people who are Republicans who maybe don't agree with you on everything. Maybe they don't agree with you on the death penalty. Maybe they don't agree with you on taxes. Maybe they don't agree with you on abortion 100%. But maybe they do agree with you on all the great economic issues, tax breaks for corporations and, and stopping illegal immigration and stopping giving benefits to illegal immigrants. But it doesn't matter. To the far left and to the far right, and this is what's destroying this country. The far right and the far left are destroying this country. It's the Cooner effect is what I call it. And I love Jeff Cooner. He's right on the issues. But the hatred for people in your own party who don't toe the line is what gets Democrats elected. Because there's more Democrats in Massachusetts than there are Republicans. So I'm thrilled that the, that the Drake at GOP wants to help my Democrat candidate because that's what they're doing. If they don't vote for the Republican, the Democrat's going to win. And I'm thrilled about that. The Democrats are thrilled about that. In fact, the Democrats' best uh, uh, the Democrats' best um, campaign tool is the Republican Party in Massachusetts. You know what the Democrats do when it's not a state election? They call their Democrat mayors and say, hey, do you have any openings on your library board of trustees? Do you have any openings on your zoning board, your planning board, something small? We've got somebody that we want to run for a state rep, a state senate, five, ten years down the road that we need to get on the farm team. We need to get them in, get them, you know, get them to understand how government works. We groom, they groom people. They put them on school committees. They put them on, on, on zoning boards and planning boards and all this other stuff. And then five years from now, they tap into them and they say, hey, you should run for mayor. Hey, you should run for state rep. And they've already got a built-in constituency. You know what the Republicans do? You're a conservative and you want to run for school board? Screw you. You're a conservative, you want to run for library board of trustees? Screw you. You want to run for board of selectmen in North End? Yeah, we'll send you a couple of sign holders, but then we're not going to do much else. 
So this is one of the reasons why I stopped, be- stopped being a Republican, Republican my whole life. But about eight years ago, six to eight years ago, I finally had had enough. And it's, it's for all of these reasons. Let's get back to Martha's Vineyard. Where, were, where was the Republican GOP? Where were they? Where were they yelling and screaming on Fox News? Every minute of every day, calling those white Nazi, white supremacists on Martha's Vineyard for what they were. And by the way, why aren't they tracking these 50 illegal aliens to find out where they're going? Because you know and I know where they're going to end up. You know and I know they're going to end up in Lawrence. The people of Lawrence know they're going to end up in Lawrence. I was in Lawrence last night talking to a bunch of my Latino friends, a bunch of my Dominican friends. And they were like, yeah, we don't want any Venezuelans here. You know, racism is not a white disease. I talk often about how when I hang out with my Dominican friends, all they do is savage Puerto Ricans. They take advantage of the fact that they're born Americans. They come here. They don't appreciate this country. And when I hang out with my Puerto Rican friends, they all do the same thing. Damn Dominicans. They sneak into the country. They bring in drugs. But they all agree that white people are racist. Isn't that interesting? Isn't that kind of an interesting thing? No, the the racism is everywhere. It's among every group. And I heard it last night. We don't want those Venezuelans here. Because they're not stupid. They also know that if they accept 50 50 Venezuelans in Lawrence, five months from now, there's going to be 5,000 Venezuelans in Lawrence. And by the way, how did the Dominicans come to populate? Well, this isn't against Dominicans. This is just how it works. How did the Dominicans come to populate Lawrence? Lawrence used to be mostly white. And then all of a sudden, Puerto Ricans came to this country and they went to, not Martha's Vineyard, but you're close, they went down to the Cape where the Kennedys live. What, what, Hyannis, I think it's Hyannis Port, I think. If I'm wrong, don't send me hate mail. But they all, they all, they, a whole bunch of Puerto Ricans back in the 70s moved down to the Cape where the, where the Kennedys live. And Ted Kennedy put them on a bus and sent them to Lawrence. And then advocated that in Lawrence we had four housing projects that were all for veterans. It was all veteran housing. Stadium projects, Hancock projects, Essex projects, it was all veteran housing. Ted Kennedy said, yeah, but these illegal aliens need someplace to live. So let's give Lawrence a shit ton of money to not realize when we're throwing veterans out of veteran housing for illegal aliens. And guess what? They did. Little by little, and not very little, by the way, it was actually a lot by a lot, veterans started fleeing public housing Puerto Ricans who are here, not illegally, by the way, I said illegally, I didn't mean that, uh, but they did come here. They started moving in. And all of a sudden, Lawrence started to become like two-thirds white and a third Puerto Rican. And then Dominicans started showing up. Well, when Dominicans started showing up, the Puerto Ricans don't want to hang out with Dominicans. They just don't. Sorry, it's just the way that it is. And Puerto Ricans started going somewhere else. And when Dominicans started coming, the word spread among Dominican immigrants Hey, there's a lot of Dominicans in Lawrence. Let's go to Lawrence. We want to be with our own people. Maybe my own family's there. And they started to come. And then more started to come. And then more started to come. And you know what happened? The Asians left. The white people left. The Puerto Ricans left. Now, don't tell me you know a white person in Lawrence. My mom lives in Lawrence. There are white people in Lawrence. We're talking in generalities. And, and I'm only saying this because I don't want the emails. I shouldn't have to say in every conversation is an exception to every rule and the exception doesn't negate the rule. But overall, the fact is, the reason you've got so many Dominicans in Lawrence right now is because people want to be with their own kind. And when Dominican immigrants started coming, that's what happened. And even the Dominicans in Lawrence don't want 50 Venezuelans moving in. They don't. 
They want more Dominicans moving in because this is their home now. This is, this is their community now. They go to the corner store, and there's a Dominican guy behind the, the counter at the bodega. They go to Subway. They go to Polo Centro, which, by the way, is great food, Polo Centro in Lawrence. Uh, you go anywhere. You go to Miguelinas. It's all Dominican. So if you're a Dominican from the Dominican Republic, why wouldn't you want to come to Lawrence? I would. If there was a bunch of white Americans in, I don't know, Germany. Oh, Germany's all white people. In um, Senegal, pick like an all-black country. And we, there was a really big, huge American, white, English-speaking population there. And I was thinking of moving to Africa. That's where I'd be going. I'd go where all the white people are that speak English because we all want to be with people like us. So I see the Republicans now. They're getting ready. I wanted to talk about Maggie Hassan a little bit. Republicans, they're, they're fucking it up again. You know, this should be a red wave election. Republicans should be sweeping the House. They should be sweeping the Senate. And they should be sweeping the states this year. Because that's the way it happens during every president's midterm. Most people, they get, they get fatigued when a president gets in. He's been there two years. They go, no, nah, we want someone else to give him to put check on his power. This should be a big red wave year. I'm going to tell you right now, it's not going to be a big red wave year. It's not. Because the Republicans are screwing it up. You got Lindsey Graham, excuse me, out there trying to push some federal abortion ban. Now, this is a guy, again, a Republican, who spent the last 40 years saying Roe v. Wade needs to be overturned because it should go back to the states. The federal government should have nothing to do with this. And then the minute Roe v. Wade gets overturned, he's out there pushing a federal abortion ban. Hello, Republicans, are you listening? You can't say something for 40 years, and the minute you get your way, turn around and take the exact opposite view. That's how Republicans lose. That's how conservatives lose. That's how Democrats win. Democrats don't win elections. I'm telling you, right. except in Massachusetts, they do. But in most places, Democrats don't win elections. Republicans lose elections. And they lose elections by doing stupid shit like this. And now you've got this Maggie Hassan who's running for re-election here in New Hampshire. And I am going to spend an entire show on New Hampshire candidates because it deserves the coverage. If Maggie Hassan loses, the Democrats lose the Senate. Let me say that again if you live in New Hampshire. If Maggie Hassan loses, the Democrats lose the Senate. That means Joe Biden won't be able to put in a pro-abortion on-demand up till third grade justice on the Supreme Court if somebody dies in the next two years. And what's going on in New Hampshire with the fentanyl, with the economy, Maggie Hassan should be down 20 points right now in the polls. She's up. She's up. You know why she's up? She's up because the Republicans in New Hampshire are talking about abortion. Stop it. There's not one Republican in Massachusetts in New Hampshire that should be talking anything about abortion. You should be talking about fentanyl, crime, and the economy. Period. Maggie Hassan voted to shut down pipelines. That's why you're paying so much for gas in New Hampshire. If The fact that that's not in every single frigging commercial that I see on TV is a tragedy. It shows the utter incompetence of the Republicans in New Hampshire. Utter, utter incompetence. I don't care who Donald Trump is supporting, who Donald Trump's not supporting. Every single commercial in New Hampshire should be, should be Maggie, ha- should be a pipeline breaking. It should be, it should be a, a, a vision of the, the gas price, the digital gas prices going up because she shut down the pipeline. That should be every single commercial. The number of fentanyl deaths in New Hampshire in the last year should be in every commercial. That's on Maggie Hassan. 
That's unmanned. She wants open borders. She wants to welcome every illegal alien that comes here. She wants to give them all services. She doesn't care who they are. And she's not only not going after drug dealers, she's not only not going after the drug cartels, she's helping to fund them. That should be in every commercial. You know what they're, you know what they're talking about? Abortion. Abortion. Abortion is something that Republicans lose seven days a week, 365 days a year. And when Republicans talk about abortion, they lose, period. Maggie Hassan, on the other hand, is brilliantly running campaign ads that are so deceptive. I'm even going to say that they're lies, some of them. Um, one of them here, I wrote, I wrote these down because I wanted to make sure I didn't forget. I was watching yesterday. So there's one ad that she's running about abortion. And thanks to the guy running against her, and thanks to Lindsey Graham in, in D.C., she gets to now run a commercial that says, if the Republicans win the Senate, if Mackey hasn't loses, the Republicans are going to push an, a federal abortion ban with no exceptions. She had me until she said no exceptions. Have you seen that commercial? I've seen it a million times. I saw it 20 times this morning. So I went and I looked at Lindsey Graham's bill, does have exceptions for the life of the mother, does have exceptions for rape and incest. It does. Okay. So the ad is a lie, but that's okay. If you're Maggie Hassan, it's okay if you're Maggie Hassan, because it's not about whether or not the ad is true or not. It's about saying abortion, 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 over and over and over and over to scare women to vote for her. And it's working. You know why? Because the Republicans are talking about abortion. That's why it's working. Hello. She's got another ad where this is probably the most disgusting. I've seen some really disgusting political ads in my lifetime. I do this for a living. I've seen a lot of really horrible ads. She has this ad where she exploits her special needs son in his wheelchair. And they show the kid. They showed the kid. They showed her special needs son in a political ad. That is, if I knew nothing else about Maggie Hassan, I would be voting against her just for that. I worked with special needs kids, special needs people, adults, at Fidelity House, at class, at American Training. I spent a good almost 10 years of my life working with special needs people. And I am disgusted that any politician would put their special needs kid in an ad, a political ad, so that they could achieve political power. That is disgusting on every level. As my friend Nancy says all the time, there's nothing right about that, nothing. And there's Maggie Hassan with a picture of her kid on TV. I, was more, I, was, I actually thought that it was a, a campaign for the Republican. When I first saw it, I went, oh, this, guy, this has to be a Republican ad. Because, like, what, what human being, forget your party, what human being would exploit your special needs kid to gain political power? Like, seriously? Are you fucking kidding me? And there are people in New Hampshire that will vote for this woman? She's got another ad that she's running, which uses the word bipartisan about 326 times. Bipartisan. Maggie Hassan works at Republicans. Bipartisan. Bipartisan. Let me tell you something. Maggie Hassan is no Gene Shaheen. I endorsed Gene Shaheen when she ran. I campaigned for Gene Shaheen. I like Gene Shaheen. Maggie Hassan is no Gene Shaheen. There is nothing bipartisan about Maggie Hassan. If, 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 if Joe Biden proposed blowing up schools with children in it tomorrow, Maggie Hassan's voting yes. You don't believe me? Look at all the stupid shit she's already voted for. She's already voted to let your kids get taught about transgenderism in kindergarten. She did. I looked it up. She voted for 
open borders. She did. I looked it up. I don't, I'm, I don't just assume that because someone's a, a Democrat that they're voting for all this stupid stuff. Because Jean Shaheen certainly, she votes for a lot of it, but she doesn't vote for all of it. I like Jean Shaheen. And she, by the way, Jean Shaheen's done a lot as your senator in, Mass, in New Hampshire. Jean Shaheen's done a lot for the homeless. Not Maggie Hassan. I call Jean Shaheen's office over a homeless issue. They get back to me the same day. I live in Massachusetts and I'm a conservative. But Jean Shaheen's people get back to me right away. I call Maggie Hassan's office crickets. Crickets. You get nowhere with Maggie Hassan. She's not interested in homeless people. She's not interested in stopping people from dying from fentanyl. She's not interested in your gas prices going down. She's interested in abortion and exploiting her special needs kid to achieve political power. And to me, that has to be the most disgusting, depraved, selfish thing I have ever seen any candidate ever do, ever, ever. You take the worst thing that's been said about Donald Trump, and it's not as bad as that in my eyes. Special needs people should not be exploited. They shouldn't be put on TV for any, for any reason that has to do with politics, ever, ever. Shame on Maggie Hassan. Shame on the people supporting Maggie Hassan and the morons that are running her campaign. Well, you know what? She, it may work. Maybe, maybe she'll get that woman vote. Maybe there are women out there that won't be as repulsed as I am. But boy, that would say an awful lot for the women of New Hampshire, wouldn't it? All right, we guess we got to wrap it up. I guess you can you can uh, wrap up with Mel. Or thank uh, McClennan Real Estate, Century Twenty One on Broadway in Methuen. By the way, Mikhail Goldman next week. Let's see what he has to say about all this stuff too. He's gonna he's from Ukraine. That's gonna be great. Lazy River Products in Drake. It. Marsan and Sun Construction. Usually I just breeze through these. I'm going to do it nice and slow. Nice. Can help out the advertisers. What's happening today? Borelli's. Okay? I know, right? <laughs> Borelli's Deli, where I'm going for my sausage and my... You know, I have to say, I'm not a macaroni salad kind of guy. I hate macaroni salad. But I ordered the chicken salad, and they gave me macaroni salad by accident a couple months ago. So it was like 2 in the morning, and I was hungry. So I'm like, all right, I'll give it a shot. It was so frigging good. Now when I go, now I order macaroni salad. Like, I don't think I've ever had anything bad from there, and I've tried they, a lot They've of actually stuff. got me to like something I didn't like, which is bizarre, right? That's how good they That's are. how good Borelli's Deli is. Tomo and Shaken Seafood, a free shelf, the clear path for veterans, New England. AFC Urgent Care, Pleasant Valley Landscaping. And a free shot of JG's Ice Cream. This is the time to get your ice cream before it starts snowing. Yeah. I might even stop there on the way home. Melvin Taylor says you got to go home, so go home already, damn it. The views and opinions expressed by the hosts, guests, or callers of this program do not necessarily reflect the opinions of the Studio 21 Podcast Cafe, the United Podcast Network, its partners or affiliates.